0: You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
1: What's going on? Welcome inside your snowy, just awful-looking Tuesday. God, it's terrible out there. Good thing it's Tuesday. Yeah, I hope you had a great long weekend. Um, Sleep in. Take the day off. Not you know worth going out. And if,
2: <laughs> if you got that option to work from home, work from home.
1: Yeah, this is uh this is one of the places where I can say the pandemic has benefited because oh, now yeah. we can all just say, "I'm just working from home today." <laughs> Screw this! I'm not, doing, I'm not doing that, bro.
2: A crowchild coming in, like I know, oh, like they man. didn't have a chance to get the scrapers out yet. But you're, you're making things up as you go. There's no <laughs> lanes. You just kind of got to assume where you are, and like I just don't want any cars around me. But of course, there's guys coming in from Cochrane, coming oh, yeah. in, and they're like big old trucks. Big old winter tires, left side of the road, mowing you down. They don't care. I drove my three blocks downtown.
1: Hell. Night, nightmare. Almost didn't make it. But hey, we're here. We're in the uh, Doug Lacey Basement Systems downtown studio. My name is Matt Rose, hosting the program for today and tomorrow, right alongside my good pal, Patty Dumas. Hello. In the other room, we got our boys, Alex Brody and GVP running the show. Good morning, boys. Hello, hello. Good morning. How we feeling? You know, I'm never a big fan of snow, so never. I, was, I was a little grumpy. But I'm, really? glad, I'm glad to be in here with you guys. See, big dairy guy, I thought you might enjoy the snow a little <laughs> no, bit. No, no, no. <laughs> but instead no hey I-, I find scraping off your car one of the like to be one of the just absolute worst things ever. oh yeah there's oh it's just painful the there's snow like...
2: drifts made it like there's a little bit on the front but as the, the wind you know, there was there's more snow mm. as i got up the car there was more snow at the back you
1: know my problem was i drove around for a little bit yesterday and then had the car outside for like two hours when the snow was really coming down yeah. and then it starts to melt as it mm. hits the yeah, it was a dash but yeah. then it cools, and then it freezes, so you yeah. have to scrape it, mm-hmm. but to get to the scrapable ice, you have the the powder on top, oh, and yeah. like GVP was saying in the break, what are we doing out here with these little twigs that they give us and the little brooms? That, that can't be the best tool for the job. <laughs> I, <had to> go, <laughs> like, I bought a
2: $40 one from Canadian Tire. You oh, got you you to spend. Out. You got to <laughs> spend to get a good one. Like I get what you mean. They're wood. They break. Like, yeah. If you're trying to like cr- clap off the ice off the, mm-hmm. off the wipers, you do it too hard. Sometimes you break the wiper. Sometimes you break the damn... Yeah. The, the damn scraper too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you gotta sometimes, you know, you invest it. It's an investment around here because days like today, that long telescopic reach, yeah. you extend it. You yeah. don't have to you just you know
1: pull. Well, that's the other thing too. Like I hate when I um, i pull on snow and it's all over my pants. Oh yeah and my it's, jacket. Yeah, it's
2: just like what the hell am I doing here? What I, are we doing here?
1: I, I don't wanna play in this. I don't know what we're doing here. No, I don't <laughs> want to play in this, but alas, that's what we got. Uh, It's going to be just a terrible week weather-wise. Cold as we go. Yeah, it's going to get down to like minus 30 later on in the week. So uh, enjoy it. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the Flames won't be here they're going to hop on a plane and go down to Best Arizona. Best place to probably go to so, at this time of year. <laughs> listen, if you got that option on the table, yep. I would say you, you might know, want to go ahead and take it. And here's that. the
2: here's the the like back in the day uh-huh. this would have been a time if they were still playing in Glendale, a whole bunch of Calgarians would go down there. It's yeah. bigger arena, a lot of tickets. It's only 5,000 seat rink. Yeah. You know, they've been getting decent crowds. Have they? I don't know. <laughs> Decent is like, oh yeah, we got three fifty, three hundred, thirty five hundred tonight, yeah. boys. Woo! Yeah, so uh, I mean, um, the oil kings drew more on Saturday, but sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 not that you don't really have that. Like, do I want to go to? You know, I want to go to Tempe. You know, you know today not... I do. Today, yeah, I, today do. I don't really mind. do. I don't mind going to Tempe.
1: And honestly, I think it would be a lot of fun to see an NHL game in a small. Oh my barn. God! Yeah, I think. Yeah, they got, what, three years at least there, so...
2: Like, a lot of the groups of people that are at those games looks like they're having a lot of fun. Can you imagine there's quite a few college kids from Arizona State there?
1: Yeah, and I yeah. think that there's still a lot of people that travel and, you know, go bachelor, bachelorette, do whatever oh, you want to yeah. do, and say, oh, why don't we go to the university rink and watch a game? Because it's not going to be it, like, the most expensive thing. With the... And we'll just get rip roar and ro- loaded and go from there. So they play against the Coyotes on Wednesday. And then in... Uh, it's a good trip for weather. It is a good trip for weather. <laughs> it's great. Then they though. go to Colorado, which I don't know what the weather's like in Colorado right now. Probably but not here. Nevertheless, that's still not the worst trip to go on. And that, of course, after the Flames, um, hmm, how to describe Oof. the weekend that was? The game against the Rangers, you get it done. Oh yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. When it was all said and done, there's the the late goal for sure. Gets him into overtime, but then they draw the power play. Mike mm-hmm. Backlund's able to get the deflection on the Jonathan Huberto shot, and Huberto had a pretty solid day. He had the two assists, both in primary. Yeah, I
2: think one of his best games as a flame yet. And I, I think would agree. He had the comments maybe underneath his, his his feet there with from his agent. Yeah, the Alan Walsh tweet, yeah. of course, going back to last week. And then I think, you know, I thought it was maybe a complete opposite there yesterday from Jonathan Huberto. I thought it was he wasn't. He had his opportunities. Very had two, or what like the two on zero in the first period
1: was. Yeah, I mean you got to put that away. Maybe I don't know. It was felt a little right into the chest of uh, of Arison. Yeah, he kind of like Arison makes a really nice stop on that play. Yeah, but yeah, you're not wrong. Johnson Huberdeau has two assists, skates over seventeen minutes, a couple of shots on net in the victory. Mm-hmm. Then in the loss, he ends up skating way more, but ends up dash two. Um, I don't know. Yesterday was a weird game because mm-hmm. the Flames were really good in the first period yeah they have the two on oh they have a whole bunch of chances like the back one line set up what three or four mm-hmm. slot shots that urson was just well positioned on and able to make the stop yeah and then you have, give up the goal to travis Konechny, which i just thought he he it was i get he's got he's speedy but i just thought the way he the
2: swap over from oh, and man. anderson it was just not just a banner night for those two. Just looked very messy. We saw you know, Daryl goes into the blender with the deep pairings later on. But yeah, that was it was too easy for Konechny. They, they, they got a, a close on it. There was too much space for that guy. And it was just by Hannafin getting crossed over there, it was just too easy for Konechny. Like, yeah, 100%. Way too
1: easy. Gets to the middle, uh, basically just takes the one step around Hannafin after he beats Anderson in a mm-hmm. foot race mm-hmm. and is able to uh, beat Jacob Markstrom, kind of blocker side, with just a little wrist shot from the slot, and then they were chasing the game, and they were down one yep. nothing. And I never really felt like after the second period or the third, you know, I I don't know who said it on the post game show. I think it might have been Derek, but uh, while well, they were talking to Jason Labarbera, but they looked like they were kind of waiting for something to happen mm-hmm. rather than going out and doing it themselves. If that makes sense. Um, I also thought the power play just it sucked all the momentum out of the second period for the Flames. Yeah. Just a... not good enough. You have what the four power play opportunities, two tripping penalties, a holding and an elbowing penalty. Mm-hmm. You get the full power plays on each of them, if I'm not mistaken. And
2: and then like for twice after power plays ended, the Flyers had goals within a matter of moments. Yeah, it's yeah the second one to make it two nothing with uh, Delorier's goal. They just find Cam York just there. Nobody picked him up. Tanev's got to come all the way across the ice. And then that leaves Delore right open in the middle. And then it was the, I believe it was the three, the D'Angelo goal was right after a power play and it will make it go 3 1.
1: You got to build momentum Mm -hmm. rather than sap momentum. And the power plays, it was one and done. Philly would get the clear. And um, as much as I think it's gotten better over the course of the season, but the entries were just mm-hmm. not good enough, not sharp enough, not direct enough. Yep. Like there was the one pass that Hannafin drops back to Kadri and Kadri's over on the boards. And he's like, what, <laughs> what is going on? It's like, figure, figure this out. Mm-hmm. And granted, I know the power play units got changed coming out of the All-Star break. but What are we at? We're at four goals
2: since being changed up. I think it's like four for maybe 17 now, four for 18. Which
1: isn't a bad clip. You know, that's just, what, 20-ish percent, 25% off the top of my head? A little under, I think. Yeah, it would be a little bit under because four on 16 would be 25. But nevertheless, that was a game where you're going up against a team that you should be able to beat. And I know Philly's had a pretty good year killing penalties mm-hmm. too. But that second period, after you lay the rubber down in the first with Urson. Again, another time where you you, you get the
2: get the other team's goalie where... I mean, it was all on Twitter yesterday. The the matchups of just lately against the Flames, who they've had to play in net. I mean, I get it. Goalies are goalie. They're in the NHL. They're going to be good. But it's just too much this year with them playing against the other team's backup or guys that have not, you know, had a, you know, Jake Allen, sure. Yeah, he's been around for a bit. Yeah, they had the Yarrow Halak. He played really well against them on Saturday as well. But, you know, Mads Hedberg or Soberg, sorry, Uh, Marcus Helberg in in Detroit. Yep. Uh, Jackson Stauber. You know, (laughs) Samuel Erson. Most people aren't (laughs) going to
1: believe that half those people are real real names. So I think you're probably pretty fair um, in that assessment. He was good, but like he didn't. They didn't. Come on. He had the he the had first the, period was when they had their best chances.
2: Yeah, he had the the two zero save, and he had the back-land, uh right in front third mm-hmm. period where it was just robbery right in front of the net. Those are like, the real two saves. I'm like, yeah, those damn good saves. Other than that, they did not make it hard for him. High dangers were in Philly's face, or high dangers were really close. But like even like the shot sh- the shot attempts in the third period where Calgary were like we just ran him out the building. But yet the the high dangers were just right around mm-hmm. the you know the same. Like the shots are just. They're shots, but they're just not
1: good enough. Well, and they tie it, right? And they work so hard to tie it, and it's a nice goal. And then two and a half minutes mm-hmm. later, Wade Allison's able to just jam oh, a uh, jam a puck back door.
2: No, everybody forgets Zadorov just doesn't to pick him up in front of the net. Nope. The they the the entry was way too they lose the battle along the puck along the boards. Yeah. Okay. Scott Lawton messes it up. It like, looks just Awful, but somehow gets it through. Weger doesn't know what to do. Finds JVR, and then, oh, Wade Allison. Hello.
1: Yeah, just to tap home. <laughs> um, so that's not good, and that was another one where it's like it's handling the momentum and the throws mm-hmm. of a game, right? Um, I don't think they know what momentum is right now because it's just any time they get it going, it's just
2: a zip, gone. There's not been those sustained drives. They get two in a row. Like the two quick goals against the Rangers. Boom, boom. Nothing else
1: until, ooh, you get the power play in overtime. Man, we talked to the players after the game yesterday, and one of the things that came up was, like, we haven't been able to get on a hot streak at all this Mm -hmm. year. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just been constantly up and down. Haven't won two in a row since January 21st and 23rd. Which is, uh, what, just about a month here now? Coming up on a month? It's a month today. So, man,
2: you just don't
1: – I don't know what this group
2: – Standings up right there. I mean, yeah, Seattle uh, Seattle loses yesterday as well, but, like, Minnesota, who was not playing great hockey for
1: such a long time, has now won two in a row. Yeah. The Oilers Oil- are picking up Oilers. points. They're losing, but they're picking up loser points. Yeah, exactly. So, man, the standings are uh, uh, tight. We are getting closer and closer to the NHL's trade deadline – uh, our coverage for Tuxedo Search for Sports and Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar. That's coming up, not this Friday, but next Friday, mm-hmm. 11 days. I believe the deadline is 1 o'clock Calgary time, Yes. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to have all your coverage for it, so don't you worry. But I think the big question is, where do you go from here? Like, we heard Pierre Dorian just last week talk about, hey, these next seven games are going to decide if we're a buyer or a seller. And frankly, I don't know how different... The Flames and the Senators are at this point of the season. Flames are 26 20 and 11 on the season. So they're above 500, but it's all those loser points. And then you've got the Ottawa Senators 27, 25, and four 58 points. The Flames have 63. Five the Flames, games have played a game more as well. Five games to the deadline. It's Arizona, it's Vegas, it's Colorado, it's Boston, it's Toronto. Yeah. Going into the Rangers game, it was kind of one of the conversations in the press box. What is the record going to be for this group mm-hmm. over those next seven games? Because you just laid it out. It was uh, and a And not. Slot. I'm
2: not giving Arizona a gimme. There ain't no more gimmies with this team anymore.
1: The only games that you would look at and say, hey, that one is, is one that you should win is the Flyers and the Coyotes. Yeah. But like you've just <laughs> mentioned, that has not been the case this season, that, oh. that this group has been able to just kind of dominate the bad teams like they did last year. Last year, if you mm-hmm. played in Arizona or Buffalo, mm-hmm. something like that, beat the tar out of them, no problem. Yep, not the case this season. So that's going to be the big question: is to. Uh...
2: And Arizona is a team that's like, hey, they haven't figured out what this whole thing, losing thing, is. They've been playing pretty good hockey. There's like it's a group that's, it's a tight group there in Arizona, and they know that in a week's time and a ten days time, there's going to be maybe some guys. They aren't here anymore. I think mm-hmm. they're playing, they're playing loose right now with Arizona. That's dangerous because I don't think the Flames are playing.
1: They're the, the opposite end of loose right now. Oh yeah, they're like here. Uh, I wanted to get to this. Um, just a little clip from yesterday. Jason Labar was the goaltending coach. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday, did the post game chat with the fellas in the hot stove lounge, Doug Lacey Basement Systems hot stove lounge at the Saddle Dome, and. Um, yeah, just uh, it's 10 seconds. This is how the interview opened. And just listen to kind of Jason's exasperated comments. Barb's uh, a tough one. How uh, how did you see this one kind of getting away from your group today? Oh, geez. Um, yeah, that was a tough one. Uh... And obviously it goes on, breaks down the game, and post-game show is live. You can go grab the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jason was very good yesterday too, but like this guy is—he does—he's not tr- looking for solutions, right? Mm-hmm. Doing what he can, trying to find solutions. And it's—it's
2: it's tough. That's to, a tough position to put the goaltending coach in. I mean, it's not like, yeah, I got to worry about my guys, my Markstrom, Vladar, and whatever else goes into the to making a goaltending coach. My job isn't to figure out how to score goals.
1: And do you think that Daryl Sutter is going hard at Jacob Markstrom or the goaltending coaches? Right? Yeah. Like he's probably taken it in the teeth. Oh yeah, I don't know who you'd rather be. Would you rather be Jason LaBarbera after kind of the way things have gone here le- lately, or would you rather be one of the brave souls out there shoveling snow for everybody else in mm-hmm. the wee hours of the evening last night? Mm-hmm. Some thankless gigs of late, <laughs> uh, to say the least. So that's been that's been tough, man. It is, and you can tell it's wearing on the team and the players. I'm I'm really excited for our show today. I'm gonna get to our guests right now, um, because we got some doozies Mm. and we got some people who have some comments on uh, a couple of these teams. We got three hockey guests today. We love it, Jason Buchla, uh, our friend and yours, Mm -hmm. stopping by just after seven o'clock to kick off hour two of the program. Um, Jason knows the former Panthers very well, obviously being a pro scout in Florida for. 10 years, ran their uh, amateur scouting there for a while. And uh, now he does some scouting for sportsnet.ca. You can read his scouts analysis pieces up on our website. He's been dropping the scouts analysis, how he would approach the trade deadline for all the different Canadian teams over the past few weeks. We had him on to talk about the Edmonton one when he started the series and the Calgary one drops today. So he's going to stop by and talk about how he would perhaps look at approaching the deadline. If, uh, He had a seat at the table in the Calgary Flames front office, and I'm really excited for that conversation and just to kind of talk about some of the individuals on the team and some of the performances over the course of the year. That's going to be a lot of fun. Adam Stanley uh, is going to stop by, Sportsnet Golf Insider, chat a little bit of Tiger Woods. Good weekend for Tiger. First game, first action back in seven months. It was
2: good, right? made the cut. He finished under.
1: Had two rounds where he had... Yeah, birdie, Thursday, birdie, Saturday birdie to close it out. <laughs> Thursday, Saturday were great. Friday, yeah. Sunday, man. But you know what? That's <laughs> for a guy who's on a bionic half a
2: leg. Yeah. And um, we all talk about oh, can he walk? Is that going to be the thing? Is can, will Augusta just grind away at him? Looked good. No limp. Obviously, he's not going to let things go. It's, it's compared to what it was at Tulsa in the PGA Championship, where it was sad watching him walk around. It it was a little bit better seeing him like you know hey let's get out to the players
1: see what you can do there. And he he went toe to toe with those guys yeah twos- uh, Thursday and Friday <laughs> yeah Rory and his Rory a, and JT yeah man he it, was out driving them on day two <laughs> he was out driving them on day one and even more so yeah. on day two I don't, I, yeah because I don't think anybody can
2: deny what he can do off the t- off the tee box with the iron and mm-hmm. on the green it's it's, it's the, the durability walk. and it's, the endurance it's the one thing you don't think about with golf yeah the walking. Yeah. The little things.
1: Because oh, I would never walk.
2: Yeah. yeah. In the cart. In the cart, yeah. <laughs> I can't fit my six beer in the case. You know, like, Can we get Tiger the John Daly exception? You'll know, yeah. get him a cart. He doesn't want it. But they he doesn't want it. He it. looks good. Yeah. He,
1: he, well, and that's just <laughs> what he does. He's like, no, I'm not going to no. be in a cart, no, they, you they, guys. Tiger is,
2: we know, and still the face of golf around the planet. Without a doubt. And, uh, you know, I think he knows that well. And he was like, I, if I limping around i don't want to show off on tv and he's gonna you know augusta we know how how he is with that course and how mm-hmm. special it is to him and mm-hmm. yeah if he's given you know i'm not playing him i'm not betting on him to win but if he you know has a good showing in the, whatever next tournament he's at
1: sure i've uh i finished uh i've, I've almost finished full swing yeah. over the course of the weekend i'm halfway through the last episode um it's quite good i'm enjoying it a lot I'm. I'm intrigued to see how the rest of the tour goes. Kind of knowing some of these guys a little bit more. Mm. Um, yesterday was what our Sunday. John Rahm and uh, Max Homa, who weren't uh, in the dock, but might be um, the two best players on the planet right now. I was going to say that. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> took it right out of my mouth. Uh, I couldn't argue with you at all because he's been. They've they've both been so good. And To see Homa fall apart a little bit on in this last round there and then get real emotional like being a california guy and knowing how much that tournament meant to him Mm -hmm. that was hard to watch but at the same time he'll be back he's playing some really good golf right now greg was is going to join us just after eight o'clock is that stadium series on saturday uh, was he? That was a
0: fun
2: little atmosphere they had going there. In, it in looked Raleigh. like it was pretty fun. They had the, they had the dog dropped the puck, the <laughs> the bat, the for what his name? He's the he's the he grabs the bats for the Durham, bo- uh, Durham Bulls. Yeah, uh, the, the AAA baseball team. He was the area. one
1: who was giving them all knucklebones, dabbing them way up before yeah. walking
2: out. He dropped the puck. Uh, crowd went off. They had uh, Mike Commodore there w- waving oh. their little
1: Doing their the, siren the, with the warm
2: up with Chad Larose and another, a couple <laughs> a couple of the guys from the 0506 team. Yeah, but it's like Carolina's a fun team. I'm so excited to see them come. I know George has always been sorry. I don't like their goaltending. And I'm like, you know what? They their don't... defense core is damn good. They don't need goaltending. They don't need the goaltending. They're gonna add to this team. They're gonna get Timo Meyer. They're gonna get somebody here in the next week or so. And we're gonna look at Carolina and be like, hey Boston, look out, guys. Your like team in Timo North Carolina's Timo coming.
1: Meyer. Yeah, they're only nine and one in their last ten, Patty, but <laughs> goaltending's a problem. <laughs> They've only allowed uh, 147 goals all season long, which um, let me just check here. Uh, Yeah, that looks to be (laughs) the second lowest to the Boston Bruins in the entire Eastern Conference. Because I think we all just like, oh, Frederick Anderson
2: come playoff time. They they might not even have Frederick Anderson start for them come playoff time. Hey, listen,
1: Pyotr (laughs) Kachetkov, I (laughs) know he's a rookie, but here's the thing. (laughs) I watched that guy in the Calder (laughs) Cup playoffs last year with Chicago um, when they were playing the Stockton Heat. Yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> old never, Stockton. Never, never forget Stockton Heat, um, and he was really good in that series. So yeah. like he's has experience played in the playoffs. Obviously not at the NHL, and it's apples and oranges. Yeah. But it's not like this is some kid straight out in junior hockey or something like that. Like he's and. I think you just have to look at the coach, Rod Brindamore. He was the captain in 06. And,
2: uh, you know, they had a rookie goaltender that won the Stanley Cup. He didn't mm. start the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He took Martin Gerber's job. And sure did. But Cam Ward ended up winning a Stanley Cup as a rookie.
1: He sure did. Those were the days. Andy Rantis still there. Freddie Anderson. Like they, the thing they got is, three like, guys. they've got options. Yeah. Do I have faith that? All 3 of them would be able to carry you all the way through the playoffs? No. You just have to look at Colorado what? last year with with Kemper and and uh Grubauer. And I know uh, I'm Francois. Sorry Francois, sorry. But like I know you you listen to American Fr- and Friedman on their show mm-hmm. as well. And what have they been talking about all last week? How many teams are going to use two goalies in the playoffs? Yep. How many aren't mm-hmm. at this point? Uh the Jets. Yep. Uh, stars, the Stars. The, Bru- uh, the Bruins could use two. If Allmark slips in if game Allmark one or two, slips, you know what? They go yeah. swimming quick. Yeah, they uh, could go to t- Toronto. For- might Toronto could it- go either way. Yeah, with
2: Samsonov, Murray, he gets healthy. Justin Wool, you know, uh,
1: Edmonton, who knows? Campbell, Stewart, Skinner. Campbell's been struggling lately. They scored 13 goals, lost all three games.
2: Islanders get in, they would go Saroke in the way. Mm-hmm.
1: Tampa goes Vasilevsky. Yeah, but I'm thinking like Winnipeg, Tampa, Dallas.
2: Mm-hmm. Would be the three that be like, hey, we're just we got our guy. The Rangers. Rangers, yeah.
1: Apart from that, though, like well, you got is Logan Thompson's healthy, he's probably the guy in Vegas. Vegas might
2: add. Who Vegas might go out and get a who knows? Thatcher Demko might be the goaltender in Vegas. Who knows? Yep. Just throwing names on a on a dartboard, but Thatcher Demko's a name that's getting mm-hmm. percolated going around there. He's getting healthy here. He did Vegas. have that
1: setback. I don't know. I feel like he doesn't get moved.
2: Vegas, yeah. Vegas, I think if there's a go- maybe they're in the Velmalka sweepstakes from sure. Arizona. Yeah. a Seattle might be a team that wants to go get a goal in there because I don't think they're set on Jones or Grubauer. Especially long-term.
1: Yeah. Like, if they wanted to go and get someone who's a little bit younger, maybe, or somebody with a little term, Even with I with L- see that. LA,
2: yeah, it looks like it's Phoenix Copley's team, but you know what? The Copley's never played in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: Copley started in the AHL for a reason. Right, so... Minnesota's
2: got two goaltenders.
1: Calgary's got two goaltenders. It's gonna, yeah. <laughs> the like Devils. This is not going to be a year where <laughs> you four just... four teams. We did yeah. we, four teams we came across that are just like, hey, we got a goalie. Uh, so we'll ask Wish about that, and mm-hmm. how is Carolina? And uh, Lou's gonna join us. 30 because why not? Chat with Lou about uh, this group. And uh, we'll have some fun with it as well. Mm-hmm. We have a jam-packed program to get to. Oh yeah, we are live in the Douglasy Basement Systems downtown studio. Do you have cracks in your walls, floors, or ceilings? Visit dlbasementsystems.com for a free estimate. They are all things basementy around the corner. Morning report. Patty is prepared for today, which I always love because it makes my morning so much get nicer. Sleep in I got an extra like thirty <laughs> minutes of sleep. Mmm, so good. Uh, but Patty has that all prepped and the boys in the back have a whole bunch of beds and stuff like that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Keep it locked. We're going to be breaking down uh, the flames game and really the weekend as a whole and uh, trying to get you through this snow today because it sucks. Sports at 960 the fan. Your number one spot for flames coverage can be found on flames. Talk with me, Pat Steinberg, exclusive
2: interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at four or stream the flames
0: talk podcast on demand.
1: Welcome back to the show, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, we're live in the Doug Lacey Basement System's downtown his studio. My name is Matt Rose, Patty Dumas. Joining me today, uh, Mr. Russick, couple days off. You know, he worked for like two weeks straight, so we had to give him a couple days off. I think it's his nephew's birthday. Yeah, today or yesterday, 18th. his 18th birthday, so he was... Isn't the legal, uh, legal drinking age 19 in Ontario? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It is! Huh. So, <laughs> right on. Enjoy it, lad. <laughs> Did we get bamboozled? Is that what we on? We got out? bamboozled. Shoot. Well, George, George will be back on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Short week for us. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, we're looking excited for him to come back. And I'm also excited for all of you guys to give him grief when he returns because Please. Oh, I love it so much. It just Right into my veins. <laughs> it's time for the morning reports brought to you by Motorworks. If you want a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10%. 51st Avenue and 3rd Street Southeast, we say good morning to Patty Dumas. Hello.
2: We got some, uh, some flames. They played two. Uh, we, they did. we, we didn't have a, a show on Monday, so we'll talk a little bit about their game on Saturday as well. Uh, they took on the Flyers yesterday afternoon. But we're going to start with that game on Saturday night. Pretty big one around these parts, especially after those comments from one Alan Walsh, agent for Jonathan Uberdo, after the Flames beat down at the hands of the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, well, what kind of a response were you going to get from Calgary? Pretty good one, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Eight goals, eight seconds apart. Second quickest to start an NHL game. Just 38 and 46 seconds into the game. Mind you, Pane's 12th and Kadri's 21st. Jacob Pelche also picking up his first NHL assist on the cadre goal. Just like that, the Flames led the Rangers 2-0 after 20 minutes of play. The Rangers would then get their first of the night late in the second thanks to Vlad Tarasenko off a nice setup from uh, Vincent Trocek and uh, Artemi Panarin. That line's going to be just hilarious to watch uh, come springtime here. New York would tie it on the power play a little bit past the midway point of the third period on a nice play from Alexis Lafreniere as the puck squeezes by Markstrom. Not that was not good. I did not like that one. That was one. close. That was, uh, but for the second time in less than a week, the Flames blow a two-goal lead and have to get to overtime. And just before the extra session, kind of missed it. I was stepped away for a second, but Nazem Khadr got kicked out of the game for some probably less some kind words to the officials after yeah. the, the penalty he took uh, against Zbigniew in the third. Ten-minute misconduct yeah. right
1: as the third period came to an end for... Um... Yeah, perhaps arguing a call. Yeah. I'll go with that.
2: Yeah, so the Flames down one of their more important uh, forwards in overtime. Rangers, how it would lose one of their more vital players in overtime, Adam Fox. A little aggressive, Adam Fox, there in overtime. Takes a high stick on Dylan Dubé. Amazing forecheck on that play from the Flames to
0: get the Rangers off kilter a bit. So the Flames mm-hmm. to the man advantage. Anderson will back up to the Rangers blue line with a minute and a half remaining in this Flames power play. Anderson. Top of the deer circle to Huberto. He could use one. He shoots and scores! And the sea of red erupts!
2: Yeah, Jonathan Huberto, good game from him. Fires it on net. Uh, goes off Michael Backlund and uh, two assists from uh, Huberto, including the main one on that Backlund winner. So Flames pick up two points against the Rangers. Now let's see if they could carry that over to Monday afternoon. They're hosting the Philadelphia Flyers on a family day matinee. Some lineup notes ahead of this one: Michael Stone seen on crutches and a walking boot, according to Eric Francis. Before this one, so enter Dennis Gilbert. Uh, he's bad. He's in on the defense, making his 12th start of the year. Brett Ritchie also came in for the new fa- uh, came out for new father Elias Lindholm. Who's back after missing Saturday? Adam Ruziska stayed in to center that fourth line. And for the fourth time in five games, Jacob Markstrom between the pipes. Uh, to the game, I-, I love Dennis Gilbert. Lays a big hit <laughs> to open the game. <laughs> On Nick Delorier, no less. On Nick no Delorier, less. And then, uh, you know, drops the mitts.
0: Now we've got a fight. Dennis Gilbert has dropped the gloves with Nick Sealer. For Gilbert, his fifth fight in 13 games with the Flames this season tie each other up sealer with a big roundhouse right that misses and now gilbert with a big right that connects two big strong men spinning each other around gilbert another right and now another right to the face of sealer gilbert shaking sealer with his left hand tries a body shot and now comes over the top of the big right hand oh, man. sealer trying to get loose can't he's had enough <laughs> and the linesman will step in there and uh,
2: yeah, they just... The Frenchman! Uh, yeah, they just kind of just stayed. They just like, we're done. We're yeah. done. We're tired. But man, Dennis Gilbert. Yeah. Danny Gilbert from Buffalo. Uh, decision Gilbert. Yeah, decision Gilbert for sure, man. That's his fifth scrap in 13 games. Sorry, this year. I like when
1: Nick Sealer has to come to the defense of Nick Delorier. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, come on. Sorry, what? See, these are some of the hits. Like, what?
1: What is going on in Philly? <laughs> Okay, That's so weird. He's <laughs> there. Hey, he was their big off si- offseason signing. He was. That's
2: why they couldn't get Goudreau, right?
1: Him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing more of uh, Dennis Gilbert over the next few weeks as sure. they figure out what to do defensively. As it looks like Michael Stone is set to miss some time. Late first period. Now Flames uh, gets sprung on a two-on-zero. Cadre over to Huberto. Stanley uh makes uh, slides over to Rob Huberto Not want to criticize the shot totally, but wasn't a lot on it. Right high into the chest. Like, ah, he kind of
1: got it up. I thought it, it like, <sighs> it made it look. It, was, like, it wasn't under the bar. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> it
2: was like eh, he just wanted maybe a little better. And I think we're a little overcritical you know critical of, of who he
1: is, who's making that shot. I um, when you're on a two-on-o, I I would like to see the first pass way faster. It drives me yeah, crazy. Yeah, went in a little bit too too deep, you think. I I just get that first pass going. Get the, Make the goalie move as fast as you yeah. can, right? Get his eyes moving. I, he, get his looked, feet moving. He's a
2: big goalie.
1: Yeah, he stretches, but it did not look like he was like, wow,
2: this is a big, I really yeah. needed to reach
1: out for I, this one. I understand that when you pass, you allow time for guys to catch up to you and all that type of stuff, but that's just what I would like to see on those type of plays. Yeah. Uh, Flames uh, love to
2: make it hard on themselves. Uh, you know, it's the young sweet, only a seventh start this season. Uh, they they do get, uh, they're taking the, you know, they make it hard on themselves, making goalies, you know, getting their beat wet in the NHL. They've had a run of them of late. Uh, scoreless getting late into the first, uh, and this one uh, felt a little bit too easy for Travis Connecty.
0: Rock ends up bouncing by him, though. Connecty's going to speed it up the left wing side. It'll stop, cut to the middle. Connecting shoots and scores.
2: And no one to run a shoulder into you after scoring. Uh, nice move <laughs> from, uh, to center ice. Uh, nice crossover to lose to Anderson. Just felt like the D should have tightened up a lot more on that one. The speed of Konechny killed both of them. Uh, but even going back, uh, they didn't do good enough keeping the puck in the Philly zone. Like, they had the puck, and they are just messing around with it, and Philly breaks it out so easy.
1: Yeah, and that's one where you look at it and you're like, oh, man, a save would have been nice there, too. The defensive play should have been way better, but a save would have been nice. Ah, man. it's Like you mentioned, great first period. Had the Huberdeau no chance. I thought the backland line created three or four great opportunities, but you leave down one nothing.
2: Yeah, more from uh, the backland, Mangiapane, and uh, uh, Coleman, or uh, rather Coleman line later on. Uh, Delorier, or sorry, here, second period now. Uh, Flames at the end of the tail end of a power play trying to make something happen. Noah Haddon loses the puck. Philly with a great chance to make it 2 nothing.
0: Hannafin will hold it in, but he bobbles it. Lawton picks it up and finds York coming out of the penalty box. York has to Laurier. He centers the Laurier, scores! Yeah, Hannafin loses the
2: puck. Uh, Scott Lawton backhands it all the way across ice to Cam York, stepping out of the box. Chris Tanev takes York. Way too far, who finds Nick Delorier wide open, uncovered in the middle, who
1: tips it by Markstrom, 2-0 uh, Flyers, 7 into the second period. No problem with Markstrom on that no. one. you got to have way better defensive coverage. I yeah. thought it wasn't the best day for Jacob Peltier, and uh wasn't the most mm. urgent getting to the change yeah. to allow Chris Tanev to come out on the ice mm-hmm. as the power play came to an end. You couple that with Noah Hannafin bobbling a puck at the blue line and turning it over, and all of a sudden, you're on your heels. Yeah. And the puck's in the back of your neck. I noticed that on that line, Jade. Palce is like calling for the guy, and I was like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you like, gotta, the, you got to go go. be you more, gotta go.
2: you got to know where you are on the ice. Uh, Flames finally get into this
0: one on a nice setup from one, Dennis Gilbert. Gilbert <laughs> across the red line. He it off the linesman and into the flyer zone, and Backlund will pick it up for the Flames. He walks in, shoots, and scores.
2: Yeah. Backlund's got goals in back to back. Credit 48 on that one. Fires the puck into the Flyer zone towards Mangiapane. Gilbert then drives JVR right towards the yeah. Philly net. I was like, I don't know what he's doing
1: down there, <laughs> but it's a good
2: look. Sure. <laughs> the air cannot see at all. Yeah. And Backlund snipes it short side. Uh, Flames just over a minute later, after going down 2 uh, cut the lead in half. Flames get a power play chance after Nick Sealer trips Jonathan Huberto, but nothing doing on that one either. And just moments after the power play ended, Flyers strike again.
0: D'Angelo back to Lawton out in front. He redirects it wide to Markstrom's net. Now connecting. Drops it. D'Angelo walks it and shoots and scores. Yeah, just a little over two
2: minutes later, the Flyers regain their second lead of the night. A lot of standing around as D'Angelo had a couple good looks on that power play. Late in the frame now. Michael Backlund with uh, an outstanding look on the doorstep of Ayrson, uh, uh, but his solid game continues, flashing the glove on number 10.
1: Mm-hmm. And then after 40, Philly has a 3-1 lead. Not great, Bob. Shots were 13-9 to 9 in the second period for the Calgary Flames, and I just felt like we talked about earlier, we're waiting for things to come to them, and the power play sucked all the momentum that they yep. had had from the first period. Uh, Flyers would lose Travis Konechny
2: uh, later on in the second period. Took a hit from Mackenzie Weger, right in the numbers. Landed awkwardly on his left arm. He did not return. Uh, Athletics, Julian McKenzie reportedly saw Konechny leaving the Flyers room with well, a sling. I also saw him And Matty Rose saw him as well. Uh, connecting, he was like, whoa, he was a little bit surprised yeah, we, we saw you
1: guys We were uh, we were walking back to the media lounge from the <laughs> Flames locker room And he kind of walks out of the hallway from the Flyers And he kind of looks and sees our group of suited morons And goes, oh, oh, oh,
0: oh.
1: And sure enough, yeah, Julian did tweet it out. Yeah, uh, so
2: Konechny, uh, you're going to lose him maybe for a little bit. He was just heating up. He was probably, he's their best forward by by far. Uh, third period now, Flames entering the third, uh, a period they do not score a lot in. Uh, and uh, not a lot of good happens. Mm-hmm. Well, some good happens for once. And it starts with some great vision from Noah Hannafin.
0: Hannafin trying to catch the Flyers out a change. Gives it to Dubé. Slides it to
2: Foley, who scores! Yeah, Flames' leading scorer with his 23rd of the year. Don't know if he meant to do that.
1: I thought he made me try to slide it. I think he crumb. did. He did, you think? I think that was a yep. veteran against a young goalie He's like, yeah. who just said, hey, if I get this thing off and I get it going fast, I think that I can beat him. And it was right along the ice, yep. and sure enough, A great play by Dubé and Toffoli.
2: Yeah, uh, Flames uh, trying to keep that momentum going. Another good shot from Noah Hannafin,
0: and good things happen. Right point to Tanev again. Slides it across the line to Hannafin. Hannafin with a shot, tip stop, rebound, they score! Flames on the
2: other side of a third period comeback for once. we got a tie ball game. Unfortunately, Calgary cannot keep that mo going for long. As just under three minutes later, Philly finds themselves
0: back in front. Just under nine minutes remaining in regulation time, and the score tied at three. Lawton gets to the Flames' line, but no further. Now it's picked up by Van Riemsdyk, who centers it, and Allison scores. Wade Allison, right
2: in Markstrom's kitchen, doesn't get picked up by Nikita Zadorov, but that play started alongside the boards. Flames lose a battle. Scott Lawton keeps the play alive, finds John, uh, James Van Riemsdyk, who finds Wade Allison. Philly leads 4-3. Flames maybe get one more chance to
0: tie it and, you know, maybe, come on. Flames trying to clear their zone. Pouché moves it up middle to Hannafin. Hannafin springs Coleman. He's got a break. Coleman, Deeks, shoots, scores! No! He hits the post. He thinks it's in. But the goal light hasn't gone on. Scores! No!
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, it was close. You, you got to make
2: your own luck, but man, ain't no puck luck for this team this year. You know, Blake Coleman gets sprung, breakaway, opens up, Erson hits the post, the puck slides along the goal
1: line and out the other side, and right under Erson again. So that then yeah. they get the whistle. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, uh, it was good.
2: It was just, could have been his 100th goal as well. Uh, oh yeah, but yeah. But Philly would close it out from there. Uh, Flames lose another game to a team that they probably should get the two points against, but uh, I'm done saying that because there ain't no (laughs) more gimmies with this team anymore. Uh, Playing uh, now league-leading, that was their 21st one-goal loss of the season. Uh, They fall to 10, 16, and 4 when they fail to score on the power play. And uh, talk about the run of goalies we've seen lately. Erison, 9 starts. Helberg, 15. Sogard, 6. Stauber, 5. They're not exactly Wab, Roder, and Hasek, but you know what? They get the shot club all you want to case these guys, the Flames aren't getting... They're giving they're the Flames of gears. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's been tough. They've had a real struggle trying to produce any sort of offense this year, and this was another situation where that certainly shone through. Uh, now the Flames are two points out of a playoff spot. They've played one more game in the Wild, who they are chasing. Yeah. They have a nine-point gap between them in the first place, Vegas Golden Knights, so it's not insurmountable still, but... We've been saying that for a long time, and they haven't made up any ground. That runway's running out. Yep. Real quick. Uh, let's hear from the coach.
2: They made some defensive changes late in this one. Let's hear how he, uh, how he felt with them, putting them in the blender.
1: I don't think we were moving the puck well enough. I don't think we were working together well enough.
2: Did you like what you saw from the new pairs?
1: Uh, you know, I used to try to get a little jump. right? It's like change the line around or something. You know, we should, we would just went three lines, moved pairs around the third.
2: Yeah, just move some pairs around, around the third. We'll see what happens on Wednesday. Flames now head up on the road for three. First uh, trip to Mullet Arena this year, playing the uh, suddenly hot Arizona Coyotes. That one goes on Wednesday. Got a roll here. Six games on holiday Monday on both sides of the border. We'll start with the lone Pacific Division tilt in San Jose as the Sharks hosted the Kraken. Uh, we've got one of the more interesting game-winning goals oh, in this no. one. I don't have it. Where is it? Hm? We didn't get it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where is it? Gord. Well, never mind. I found it. Icing against the Kraken just
0: before that two. Ely toy Off the face. Off the Sharks. Shoot. They score. Poke right on net. Off the face off. The San Jose Sharks take the one to nothing lead on a stunning play after that chance by Bjorkstrand. Missed the net on the other side of the ice.
2: Wow. Wow. Yanni Gord <laughs> wins the face off a little too well right by Vince That's Dunn. That's a good call, Rosanowski. Wow. Right uh, right past the right pat of Martin Jones. Shark would add, Sharks would add three more as they shut up the Kraken four nothing. It helps the Flames out a little bit as Seattle doesn't put any more space between themselves and the Flames. Rogers, Monday night hockey emanating from the world's most famous arena. Jets taking on the Rangers. New York plays great hockey of late. Winnipeg, second half of back-to-back. Rolling with Hellebuck again, and boy, he was needed last night. Jets, however, getting the better of the Rangers early on.
0: The draw, Morsey up top, feeds it far side, rolling off the boards, A dealer up top now for Morsi, a slap shot, he scores!
2: Yeah, Paul Edmonds on the call, Josh Morsey with the shot, tipped by Pierre-Luc Dubois, he needed that one, only three goals in his last 10, and with that assist, Morsi sets the Jets' 2.0 franchise record with most points by a defenseman, that was his 57th point. The previous records were all Dustin Bufflin's. Jets needed their goalie tonight. Ended up making 50 saves. And a lot of good ones. Oh, my God. Jets had three more, two from Shifley. Winnipeg with a massive two points in that central race. Out to Beantown. Senators taking on the Bruins. Ottawa playing some good hockey of late as they try and keep their somehow wild card hopes playoffs alive, or wild card playoff hopes alive. But it was going to be a tall task as they uh, try to walk out of the TD Garden with a point at least. Uh, they picked this one up late in the second with the score tied at one
0: way, near circle, Pasternak shoots. He scores. That's his 40th goal in the season.
2: 40 for Pasta. He would add one more later on in the third. 3-1 Boston as they proved to 43-8 and 9. Ottawa now five points back of Florida for that, or rather six points back of Florida for that wild card final wild card spot. And only, and only Washington and the Islanders have played more games than them.
1: The move that Charlie McAvoy made on Alex Debrinkit oh on, on the Pasternak oh, game winner. Geez. The fake slap shot through his yeah. legs, put him in the spin cycle, and then yeah. Pasternak's just wide open with yeah. the Senators all slack-jawed.
2: We might what was be, that?
1: I think we're in the midst of seeing the best defenseman we've ever seen play in the NHL. I think this is a pretty good time to be, yeah, sure.
2: Yeah uh A little fun one down in sunny South Florida between the Ducks and Panthers. We're knotted up at three. This one needed a little bit of overtime. Then a breakaway back the other
0: way. Here's Carter Verhege in. Walks in. Makes a move. Top Shelby scores. Carter Verhege, the overtime winner.
2: Yeah. On their 54th shot of the game, the oh. Panthers get the winner from Carter Verhege. His 30th of the year, Panthers with a massive two points as they temporarily leapfrog the Islanders and Penguins to get into the first wildcard spot in the East. Uh, Florida also uh, has an issue of not having many games left. They're the only team to have played 60 games. Uh, they have 22 left. A lot better play from Florida since the All-Star break as well.
1: Yeah, that's... hmm.
2: Islanders and Penguins in a massive game in the standings in Steel City. Uh, This one a lot of penalties in this one. 50, uh, really 52 minutes of total between both teams in the second period. Islanders without Matt Barzell. Penguins not playing well at all. Let's pick this one up uh, midway through the third period.
0: Jari turns it over. Horvat centers in the slot. Martin looking back. Door a chance there. They put it in and score. Anders Lee at the far post stuffs it home and the Islanders have taken their first... Lead of the night.
2: Yeah, Captain makes 3-2. Brock Nelson puts in an empty net. 4-2 the final. Islanders back into a playoff spot. A third straight loss as Pittsburgh now one point out. Crosby and Ovechkin have only missed the playoffs once in their careers together. Do you know when that was? I want to say it was early. Yeah, it was early. Like 2010 or something like that? It was their rookie year. Okay. 0 6 is the only time the Penguins and Capitals have both missed the playoffs in the Crosby-Ovechkin era. Both are currently outside the playoffs. But Alex Ovechkin keeps scoring goals, so that's kind of neat. He's not around right now, though. He's got to get back. He does have to get back. But uh, well, he's obviously got bigger things to deal with. Uh, NHL schedule this evening. Nine games to pick from. Uh, four at five o'clock. Habs are into Jersey. Kane's coming off an electric outdoor game. Hosting the now-for-sale St. Louis Blues, it seems. Uh, The Detroit Red Wings host the sinking uh, Washington Capitals in an important wildcard tilt. Ducks slide up uh, the Florida coast a little northwest to tangle with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, How about this for your first road game as a Leaf? Ryan O'Reilly gets to go to Buffalo, Mm. uh, which should be a great one. That one goes at 5.30. Flames fans might want to fix their eyes to St. Paul, Minnesota tonight, 6 o'clock, as it's the Kings taking on the Wild. Pacific might be good night moon for Calgary but keeping Minnesota in their crosshairs is vital as they now have won two straight. Uh, we'll take a look at the West standings here in a second. Uh, we'll do it right now. Fly, Flames two points out of Minnesota. Back uh, 63 points the Flames, 65 points for the Wild, and they have one game in hand. Uh, on Min- uh, Minnesota has one game in hand. 6-30. Uh, Blackhawks host the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Oilers have all, lost, uh, all of a sudden lost three in a row, albeit they've gained a point in all of those games. Return home to take on the Flyers in the second half of a back-to-back. That one goes at seven on Sportsnet. Quickly here, uh, Hitman. Wranglers, busy weekends. Wranglers uh, sweep away the Colorado Eagles, win the wing at on Friday, and overtime, 5-3 on Sunday over Colorado. Hitman, they played two as well. They snapped their 10-game losing streak against the Oil Kings, 7-2. Sunday, out at seven Chiefs against the Memorial Cup hosts and Kamloops, a different story. Blazers got out to a 4-0 lead after 40, that's all they need. Hitman would add one more. Kamloops wins 4-1. Doesn't it get easier for the Hitman? They get the, the CHL's number one team. The Winnipeg Ice coming into the building on Wednesday. Note the start time. It's an 11 a.m. start as it's the fifth annual and bullying game. Could be over 10,000 students and teachers in attendance. If you can't make it down to the Dome. You can listen to it right here on Sportsnet 960 with Brad Curl and Jeff Pollock. Uh, We'll skip the baseball here. We'll get to golf quickly. Genesis Invitational. We'll have Adam Stanley on at 730 Mm -hmm. to talk this one. But the tournament of Tiger Woods, this is his tournament. He did make the cut. Uh, Put together together probably the best golf we've seen out of him since his accident, probably. Yep. Uh, Finished the tournament at one under. Had a great Saturday. Would expect him to probably play in at least one more tournament for the Masters. Start of April. Perhaps the players in a couple weeks here. Close to home. Big tourney feel. Uh, onto the actual winner of the tournament, and probably nobody playing better than him, uh, John Rahm. Uh, Out of his
1: mind, uh,
2: oh, I know. Third win of the year. He finished at 17 under. Max Homa, also playing pretty good golf as well. Comes home second. Top Canuck was Adam Svensson. Finished tied for ninth. Uh, Honda Classic is this year, this week's tour stop. Sepp Straka was your winner in 2022. The Stamps <laughs> also made some signings as well. Rice and John, uh, a yeah. big 6'7", 220-pound receiver. It was a third-round pick by the club in 2020. Uh, spent some time in the NFL with the Giants and Bears on their practice squad, but the Simon Fraser product is back in the CFL, and this was the pick they received in the Nick Arbuckle trade.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's uh, interesting. To know. Rice and John's a good ad for this team. Yeah. They were really excited about him when they drafted him, and it was kind of one of those things they were like, we just hope he's not that good, and he actually comes up here and plays. <laughs> And sure enough, he's up here at six foot seven. How
2: many six foot seven Canadian
1: receivers are there? And with Richie Sundanny <laughs> leaving yeah. in free agency, there's a Canadian spot open in the slot. Yep. So listen, there's going to be a battle. They got five Canadians again this year with Hakuna Vanu yep. and uh, Hunchak and and uh, Middlemost, and mm-hmm. then Phil pot will be on the outside as well. But I really like what they've done with this receiver group, being able to get John to come up and and join the club. And they also signed Michael Alway, um, a middle linebacker. And there was a very big void after Jameer Thurman Mm -hmm. left. I think that they've done a really good job of kind of supplementing their defense around that middle linebacker position. But Alway is a hard-hitting dude who's played in the CFL Mm -hmm. for a while. And... I kind of like Perry Young, Shaq Smith, and Silas Stewart as the other three Americans that have been here yeah. for a little while and could certainly step into that role if needed. Maybe we'll try connect with uh, with head coach Dave Dixon and GM later on in the week. Perhaps the, the beard.
2: Yeah, he's got a beard now.
1: It's awesome. Yeah, no goofing. He's a GM beard man. Yeah, we'll try and get, I'm gonna try and get him on tomorrow. Okay, see what we can do. All right. That's your Motor Report. The Motor Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue and 3rd Street Southeast. We got a busy couple of hours coming up all the way up until 9 a.m. We're going to kick it all off with Jason Bukla, former NHL scout. And now, a scout for us at Sportsnet. Some thoughts on the Calgary Flames. Coming up next with Books, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.